0: On this week's episode of Polk and Cush, we've got tons happening inside the New Orleans area. We've got the Pelicans who seem to be flying in circles with a clipped wing. But we've still got so much to say about them. We've got the NFL draft. We've got some other Saints dudes, We've got the possibility of a full Superdome. Anything can happen. We, of course, have all of your favorite segments. We've got possibilities. We've got overrated. We've got underrated. We've got the worst of the week. You are going to want to listen to this very episode of Polk. Catch these hands. You're about
1: to get shit.
0: And gush. Kush. About to get certain play to your own ass. It's time for the Polk and Kush podcast. Come, everyone, to Polk and Kush. It's April seventh, two thousand twenty one, and Polk. We've made it to the great outdoors. This
2: is the first outdoor episode of Polk and (laughs) Cush.
0: We have been banished away from my children who are sleeping and from the peanut butter which they have consumed. And we are on the lovely patio right outside of a park uh, in. An area of New Orleans that I'm not willing to disclose at this time. Yeah, this we're podcast. on the
2: key, we're in the Keystone Ice Studio tonight. <laughs> this is a very nice. This is the nicest outdoor podcast i have ever done. I appreciate you having me here. Your home looks like a frat house for children. Oh my god,
0: man! Spring break has taken its toll. We have been here for one day. We're out of town this weekend. My uh, brother hosted the uh, the animals uh, this weekend, and then we came back and in one day. It looks like, uh, you know, just a, a train drove through here with the Godfather and all of his hose. It was just its absurd, the amount of stuff that's on the ground.
2: Well, uh, let's pour one out for the Bud Light Lime Studio. It oh, is gone. Man. How was the move? I was going to burn it to the ground. <laughs> due to some legal strife concerning the, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Yeah, the the landlord. But luckily, I uh, had briefly dated a property lawyer (laughs) 10 years ago. And you really wooed her (laughs) to the point where she gave you free legal advice. Big fan of the show. Thank God, man. Dude, so did you get your deposit back? I got some of it. I'm going to get into it. What's she going to do? Okay. And go when i moved back i moved back in march i was yeah. working remote for a place in los angeles lost my job because sure. everyone lost their job i'm like hey i'll say your name later i'm gonna yeah. say the full name later <laughs> i'm gonna have two more bush <laughs> i'm gonna have two more bushes in the camo can bush and give thing. out her phone number <laughs> but uh yeah i was like uh you know hey I, I i lost my job uh right after i signed and she was like Okay, well, I'm so sorry, uh, can you do half rent? Yes, I can. Yeah, that's One month, half rent. Oh, and then wow. I got unemployment, so I started using my unemployment to pay rent, yeah. which is bullshit, because she's getting federal aid for that as well. Absolutely.
0: And she's not allowed to evict you, right? No. Last year. Not at
2: all. So you could have easily just been like, nope. Absolutely, absolutely I could so have, but, but a I'm good a good sport. person. Yes. I paid money out of the unemployment, which I'd already paid for. Yes. And then uh, whenever I hit her with the old uh, letter saying, hey... Here's your lease. She goes, well, I've tried to be fair and I've tried to be nice, but now you're going to have to pay back half. Of that Bud Light Lime studio rent. That's incredible. I fucking saw Red, man. (laughs)
0: That's incredible. Just the balls of that is
2: amazing. I mean, you know, I'm not big on canceling. I'm not big on screenshots or anything like that. But that's a dangerous thing to do. I know. It's like, oh,
0: yeah. Remember how, you know, I gave you that leeway when everyone in the world got laid off at the exact same time? It's like, I'm going to need that back now because you're leaving at the end of the at the end of the term, of which we had signed. Brutal. God damn. Well, I'm going to miss the Bud Light Lime Studio, you know, between the 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 four walls and
2: the... There was a roof it's the, in some places. There was a window
0: unit that made a lot of noise. That yeah. was comforting. <laughs>
2: Near the end of my stay there, it began spewing out filth, much like our podcast, so... It is forever where that podcast was born. I will never
0: drive uh, down. I <laughs> will, West End yeah, think, I would never fucking different. drive
2: down that street anyway unless I'm <laughs> buying drugs. <laughs> Unless I'm reporting to the police, that's where my stolen car is. It's over there. Unless I have some sort of insurance scam where it's like, well, how can I
0: break the axle to my car and make it look like it was an accident? <laughs> oh, I'll drive down this street. Uh, you know, like 90% of Lakeview, where it's like, oh, yeah, I'd just like my car to bottom
2: out and rip the bottom half of it completely off. It's like, oh, oh, fantastic. We'll Fantastic. We'll be situated next week. Yeah. The state will have taken your kids by then. (laughs) Your wife, she'll be working 24-hour shifts to make up for it, and we can just podcast all the time. It's going to be great. People have asked for a Patreon. Now we're going to have the time to give it to them. Exactly. I'm quitting my job. Yeah, and the need will never be stronger. A lot of arson is on my hands, it sounds like. i got too many places to burn down You really have a little Michael Michael Douglas vibe going on right now. Sometimes I forget that my first and last name are attached to this podcast. And it it's a small city, but no, it's all uh, jokes. Like, Every, everything I've said is a joke. Um, yes. I think uh, it's a legal <laughs> it's defense. Legal. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to burn down anywhere. The <laughs> First amendment. <laughs> oh, and uh, you know who was burning stuff down tonight? Oh, the
0: Atlanta Hawks. My set word. fire to the New Orleans Pelicans and the. To make up for General Sherman burning Atlanta 200 years ago, they decided to torch the shit out of the Pelicans. Uh, New Orleans lost by 20-something points. I'm currently waiting on Stan Van Gundy to get on the Zoom call. Uh, Can we have him on the podcast? I'm just going to randomly turn on the volume to this at one point, but he still isn't on. Um, Yeah, they gave up 11 of 11 three-pointers in the third quarter, which is like... NBA
2: jam, you couldn't do that. That's uh, probably a record, I would presume, at least for a quarter. Yes. That's some uh, Golden State Warriors kind of shooting out there. Yeah. And who is on their team? Clint Capella. Yeah, I mean, Trey Young and
0: Dino. Dino and whatever. uh, Yeah.
2: They're fine, the Hawks. They're not good. But who isn't the Golden State Warriors against the Pelicans when it comes to the three-point shot?
0: I mean, this is shades of the early season where they were just getting absolutely torched and didn't really have much of an answer for it. Early season meaning two and a half <laughs> weeks ago. <Okay. laughs> you know, all those games from the start of the season <laughs> to the 50th of the season. Well, like, you weren't wrong. Second, it,
2: yeah. It's reminiscent of the beginning of the season as well as the recent <laughs> season. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, they, they were just... It was kind of one of those things where it's twofold. I'm curious to hear Stan's reaction uh, tonight because it's twofold in that yes, they played very bad defense, and yes, the Hawks made every single open shot they had. So even in the in an open gym, if you give 25 unanswered, uh, you know, uninterrupted looks, you're probably not going to allow 19 threes, which is at one point what they had given up. It was insane. They just made everything, and this whole Pelicans the last couple stretch just feels so blasé right now like they're still just as close to the ten seed as they were a week or so ago we were kind of like you know interested in them but the injuries have piled up and it just doesn't feel like there's any juice to this team at the moment
2: well it's nice to see Zion come back he didn't seem to miss too much of a step, but injuries, yeah. as we've said before, the Pelicans have been very, very lucky so far, and it yeah. seems like the luck is running out. Jackson Hayes went down in this game. it mm-hmm. like He had turned his ankle to some degree. I believe he was walking out, and then Hopefully that's all something yeah, he happened. He dropped,
0: and that gave me a bad a, a bad sign when I see a guy drop of on that, only because it reminds me of DeMarcus Cousins, Oof. who took, like, eight steps, and then was like, oh, God, I can't walk. So, hopefully, it's not anything like that. I don't think it is, but um, I don't want to be an alarmist, but, you know, Ingram's been out for a couple of weeks now. Zion makes his return, but he didn't look great. Uh, he scored a lot, but, you know, nobody looks great when you lose by 20 to the Hawks. No. And, just generally it just it, it reminded you of the idea that like wow this team really didn't take advantage of the fact of how healthy they were for such an incredibly long period of time
2: yeah well i i would i would disagree a little i thought zion looked good he just looked he looked tired mm-hmm. at the end of the game you know he was yeah. God, do the away announcers love saying second jump and all those, you know, fullback bowling ball, all those buzz. They love saying it. They're not wrong. I'm just sick of hearing it. Yeah. Well, it's my stream was all over the place tonight. I was watching from Afghanistan. (laughs) I finally settled. You know, I'm watching the Decatur feed or whatever. Man of the world. (laughs) <laughs> Man, your server has been uh, all over the place. I just like watching the Pelicans feed when it's sponsored by Papa News. <laughs> How many people are using their VPN to watch the Pelicans? You've got to be one of six. I mean... There can't be many. No. if People are using their VPNs not to watch the Pelicans. <laughs> they're using it to watch Kong versus Godzilla, <laughs> which tonight's tonight's game was the equivalent i think of maybe the box office uh the rotten tomato rating (laughs) the pelicans are a stinker right now
0: (laughs) which one were they they were i guess they were king cock they were the audience they were the audience
2: that had to endure that movie yes
0: they literally just saw a team just drilling (laughs) three-pointers in front of them uh it, it was not good uh they also beat the rockets in a game that was hugely uninspiring uh, everyone was hurt on that game. That was like the Rockets desperately trying not to win. Uh, and so you're just at this point where they've lost three or four. they They're still only a game back yeah. of the 10. They're right there. I st- I actually still think they're going to get it because uh, Sacramento is not good. Golden State is not good. That's your main competition. Uh, Oklahoma City and Houston are actively not trying, Same with Minnesota. So you don't have much competition for that particular spot. Yet, you just watch these games, and they they don't feel like they're progressing ever. It all feels like the cyclical nature of this season, and these injuries, I think, have only really dragged that further into reality. I think once you get the full lineup back, maybe it will feel a little bit better and maybe a little bit more uh, a complete assessment. But God, watching Najee Marshall and... Wesol Mundo and like who? Are the, what, what are these guys even do? I mean, James Johnson's playing three quarters of the game right now.
2: Yeah, he's been doing a good job. Well, sure. you know, it's it's hard to talk about the progress of this team over the last four games because it's been a different team every night. Like yes. literally, yeah. The only uh, the only staple <laughs> in the starting lineup is the one man. Everybody <laughs> said, "Why is he starting?" <laughs> no. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe has remained steadfast in starting, just it, despite us. It really
0: is. like Airballing, fouling. <laughs> if you were to name, if, like, I'm not exaggerating, 100% of Pelicans fans would be like, okay, you had to lose one starter. You only could only keep one starter for the next six weeks. Who do you want? It's like, oh, anyone but Bledsoe.
2: <laughs> like, oh, there it is. Don't yeah. ask Josh Hart that question. He's going <laughs> to have a different answer. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's going to be very upset at me. Um.
0: But I just and, and, you know, let's get into that, too. Keel Alexander Walker is going to get uh, looked at in two weeks. So he's out for at least that long. Josh Hart, uh, UCL issue, he is going to get looked at in three weeks. So he's out at least that long. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, They're not going to be around. This team is banged up for real, for real. Like it's not just, you know, a couple guys. It wasn't just. Zion and Ingram missing. It was a lot of the depth as well. So yeah. now you're digging into the trash heap uh, of the bottom of this roster. And it's tough. I mean, it, they were thin to begin with, and then they finally started playing rookies. And
2: then they weren't thin, and now they're super thin again. Yeah. And there's been a little uh, depth addition to the team, I suppose, with veteran Isaiah Thomas showing up. Yeah. To fill our need for a seventh point guard. <laughs> I guess
0: they just needed someone
2: to score and not play defense. They didn't have enough
0: of those guys on, on the Pelicans. I
2: mean, he had a he had a fine debut tonight. Yeah. Like, uh, he had eight points in nine minutes at, at one point. Yeah. And then the rest of the game happened. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, but I think that's a good—I mean, if you're going to sign a guy in
0: that situation, I can't imagine anybody is going to be much better than yeah, him. Yeah, there's
2: not there's not a better uh, 10-day contract out there, I, yeah. I don't think. So, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins signed a 10-day contract, too. You could have gotten him, I well, suppose. let's bring the band back together. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I
0: don't think doing it big would have worked uh, this time around with his panties on
2: his head and, you know— <laughs>
0: I don't think it would have been quite as celebratory uh, this time around.
2: Pelican's Twitter would have loved talking about how tough the team would have been. <laughs> it's like, well, are they fighting out there? Are yeah. they physically fighting? Then it doesn't it matter doesn't. that much. I know. And that's James Johnson
0: played tough. Yeah. like it, We're just kind of going in this roundabout because there's not really a, a, a theme that's holding right now other than they're treading water, they're really banged up, and if they don't get healthy – And now there's a possibility they're not going to get healthy. Like, I think you can get your starters back, but you're going to definitely be missing some depth. Uh, I don't really know why this matters. Yeah. Like, if you can't play, if you get into the 10 seed and you have just the starters, no Nikhil, no Josh Hart, if Kyra is still banged up, I don't know how serious that one is. But, like, it does sort of start to feel like, what is the point? Yeah. Nihilist Pels Nih- Nih- <laughs> blog.com, <NihilistPelsBlog.com. laughs> um, which I mean, but it really is it is it's hard to watch uh, when it comes to some of that stuff.
2: Yeah. I, well, some of the games uh, recently since our last episode, I, I haven't considered them hard to watch. Tonight was one I would accept because it was fun watching the Hawks. Oh my God! Play a video game out there. It was incredible. It was like that Larry Bird game. I think it was the left hand game it or whatever. It was what here. I, or, yeah. Yeah. People were cheering for him on the other day. against the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was here. That was what happened tonight, and I enjoyed watching it. But uh, I, I, you know, a lot of people went bonkers over Lonzo against Houston. Yeah. Tell me, tell me who was defending him in Houston? Exactly. Tell me, tell me one player's name that was on him the whole game.
0: Tell me somebody else who's gonna shoot the ball that. Yeah,
2: night. like there he was, was the whole offense. Of course, of course he can shoot. Yeah, everyone in the NBA is very good at <laughs> shooting the basketball. When you're the only scoring option, it's pretty easy to score. And you Not know,
0: to t- take away like I do think Lonzo's good. I think Lonzo coming back. Is very extremely important for this team if they're going to do anything of interest. Uh, but yeah, it's just it, uh, it all kind of just leads to this thing of being like, let's just what are we doing here? Like, this is it's not a wasted season, uh, it's not a tanking season, it's not a good team, it's not a bad team, it's just like this this like one step below <laughs> mediocrity yeah. and now it's also injured and it's just it's really hard to pin down the uh the stakes of a of each game and and that on its own just becomes sort of confusing
2: well it is such a hyperbolic roller coaster currently i mean 2 days ago we we're talking about Lonzo Ball being Pete Maravich, (laughs) and tonight he, you know, missed 10 three-pointers. He had a cool undershirt on, though. And, you know, people, you know, Antonio Daniels and a lot of people, Isaiah Thomas, have talked about what progress he's made and how much better his shot has gotten, and all that stuff is completely true. Yes. And that's all I have to say about it. (laughs) Yes. His shot has gotten a lot better. Exactly. Anything else? Yeah, I'm. He has gotten better at playing. Most young guys in the NBA do get, get better at better. playing. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah.
0: Do we? Okay. Are, are we any closer to knowing if he's worth twenty million dollars? Oh, yeah.
2: I, I have no. I, idea. I don't know at all.
0: Yeah, it, it would be asinine to even give an opinion on a question.
2: Yeah, fa- fantastic observation, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it leave you? <laughs> like, it leaves you with a tweet, a thumbs up, an <laughs> infographic. Antonio nice guy stop yelling <laughs> for the love of God AD you, you Joel might not be sitting next to you he can hear you <laughs> I I promise you Joel can hear you please stop screaming it's like you remember uh the world cup how the vuvuzela <laughs> people are like yeah, people are yeah. learning like audio engineering to tune out the frequency mm-hmm. of the vuvuzela I've, I'm like a just, I've got an EQ the size of NASA, like trying to bring down Antonio. He is
0: actually making really good points really often. And he's so passionate, which I do also appreciate because you do watch some of these games. you're like, God these guys really are mailing it into the highest level. <laughs> but then it's also at the same time like, all right, man, like I can't I just like can't listen at 11 all of the time it's like we gotta run the <laughs>
2: you know i'm just a you know i'm a sad fuck too exactly. so I, I get it exactly and i guess i have spent
0: most of the games watching like literally sunken into my couch just like <laughs> oh god i gotta tweet more um so you know we ad and i are on uh, the opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> covering this team and it is occasionally like all right man like I just need you to bring it down like three. Th- say everything you're saying just three notches lower. Give us the
2: NPR voice. Yeah, as like,
0: everything you're saying I actually do agree with. You're making really salient points. I just wish you would stop yelling them sometimes. <laughs> and not all the time. There are definitely moments sometimes where it's good to yell, screaming. baby. But like when they're down 20 with like four minutes left, and he's like, there's no such thing as garbage
2: time in this league. I was like, I know, I I know. And Joel's just like, where are we? Where are we gonna go get drinks? <laughs> you know, after Joel, the game. Joel's like thumbing <laughs> through wine lists on
0: in his phone. You know, uh, they really are a great announce team. They I do are. We're, we're spoiled, yes, because God, it hit. There have been some bad ones uh, around these parts, and there have been some really bad ones around the league. Uh, so I do appreciate that. But, yeah, there are just times where my vibe and their vibe are just like <laughs> on totally different
2: planes. I'm sure they would agree with that for both of us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got uh, some NFL draft stuff. we got the Saints. Of course, Polk News overrated, underrated. Stick around. We'll be right back. Polk and And that's Jansen, Jansen Patagna, realtor to the stars like Polk and Cush. And now I'm going to stop. Polk, Jansen Patagna, the sponsor of this very here program, one of our very favorite people. Uh, and certainly, without question, the best realtor in the city of New Orleans, possibly the state of Louisiana and Quite occasionally in the entire
2: United States. If you're the best at something in New Orleans, you're the best at something in Louisiana. Yeah, that's why There's about. no there's no there's no realtor in Alexandria. <laughs> that's taken, what's a realtor in Alexandria going to say? Hey, do you want to live in the old Pier one? No. All right. <laughs> we got we got so many malls, so many malls. None of them are open. Jansen is a residential and commercial realtor for French Quarter Realty in New Orleans. Give him a call, 504-621-9443. That's on his profile. I feel okay giving that out. I mean, don't call him at 2 a.m. in case that is his <laughs> personal phone. You can send him an email, Jansen, J-A-N-S-E-N, at FQR.com. And he's a real good follow on Instagram, always posting beautiful houses. Uh, he's easy to work with. He's, uh, he'll give you a house. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Name another place to live besides a
0: house. He's you ruggedly handsome, yeah, and he's got the charm and wit of Pierce Brosnan in
2: 007. These ads, sometimes <laughs> it sounds like Jansen is fake, and we just make because we say things like Jansen's a re- he's a real human being. Jansen's Jansen exists. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I've seen him. He's
0: good looking. It's like how people think William Shakespeare isn't an actual person. It was like a group of 25 yeah. writers. It was like Jansen isn't an actual realtor. He's like 30 realtors. who. Uh, that's the only way you can be this productive and this good is if you are a team.
2: Jansen. But he's one man and he can do it. Jansen is my supermodel girlfriend that lives in Canada. <laughs> You're not going to meet him. You're not going to meet her, but she exists. I promise you. Jansen. At FQR.com. He posted a real nice house in Gentilly today. That seems to be the place to go. Everybody got to figure it out, man. Once everybody, go-
0: <laughs> Once everybody goes one way, then it's like everybody leaves Gentilly, and then it's like, well, now we can go to Gentilly, and everybody goes to Gentilly. Because you got to go where the property is somewhat affordable because shit moves around, man. That's real Realty 101. So Gentilly, on the way up, on the come up. So... Go talk to Jansen. Get yourself a house.
2: Rudy Gentilly, be a UNO baseball
0: season ticket holder. What could
2: be better? Come on. Let's do it. My smart realty thing is I just go, yeah, property, that's the only thing that actually increases in value. I, that's true. That is true. I had a car salesman tell me once that my car was an investment. I was like, <laughs> you're an idiot. You, I, you literally put money in this. Yeah. It just evaporates. It's, it's gone. Yes. It's like purchasing food. But land... A house, we're going to need it for the upcoming war. That's true. <laughs>
0: Amazon stock
2: and, and cars. That's the uh, you can buy a house with gold from Jansen. I bet he takes gold bars. I'll ask him about Bitcoin. <laughs> that sounds good.
0: Uh, Jansen Patagna, J-A-N-S-E-N at com. Give him an email and shoot a message. Let him know that we sent you. Uh, and that is a sponsor. All right. Moving on. Uh, talking about the NFL draft and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Polk, I'm going to be perfectly
2: honest with you, man. I don't know
0: jack diddly-poo about the NFL draft. Do you feel like you know things about the NFL draft?
2: No. Yeah. But I've read a couple things on it. I can just repeat what I've read. Yeah,
0: that sounds good. We can we can talk <laughs> about the, that.
2: You should ask about it on the Pell's conference you're on right now. <laughs>
0: hey, what do you guys think about the linebacker position?
2: Um, all of the mock drafts I have seen have the Saints targeting either a cornerback or a linebacker. That would seem to
0: make sense, right? They have to draft for need now, yeah. correct? They're not in a position to just take the best player available. Like if the best if the best player on the board happens to be a running back, they cannot take that they have to go get i someone mean for this
2: yeah the best player on the board at 28 is very different than the best player on the board in the top 10 that's true and for the saints uh people have been talking about tyson campbell from the university of georgia oh yeah you may have seen him play against lsu another guy named caleb farley from virginia tech never heard of him sure. welcome to new orleans buddy <laughs> cool.
0: Someone on NFL.com mocked you coming here. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Cornerback seems to be the way to go. A couple of Yahoos had receivers. What? Sean Payton does not not want a receiver with a name. He makes the receiver
0: have a name. (laughs) He's drafted receivers early, and it's always been kind of like, well, that was unnecessary. Like when he drafted Robert Meacham in the first round, I'm thinking of. Um, And even when he drafted uh, Mike Thomas in the first round, I thought that was a little silly. I was wrong. Yeah. Let's stand there in my wrongness. We can Uh, admit. (laughs) But corner, linebacker, and look, if it gets late enough and there's a good quarterback sitting out there, I don't think it's a bad idea to go take a quarterback in the first round.
2: Mac Jones.
0: Oh, God. See, that's, I don't think he's good. Did you watch Alabama play at all? Like two games? He, I didn't watch him much, but every possession he stands back there, there's no one within, like, you know, a foot and a half of him the entire time he's standing there. Right. He's just chilling in the pocket and he's got the best receivers in the game just running past these dudes. You're like, yeah, I mean, like literally anyone could do this.
2: Well, that's that was a criticism for Joe Burrow as well. And in the two-and-a-half games he played for the Bengals, he proved that wrong. <laughs> Joe Burrow also was, like, unbelievable,
0: though. Like, yeah. and LSU wasn't good until Joe—like, their offense wasn't good until Joe Burrow
2: got there. That's true. Uh, you know, big criticism of Mac Jones, weak arm, not very athletic, all the classic white guy— <laughs> But dude, he's so smart. Not <laughs> athletic is just like, yeah, we know he's white, dude. Unless it's Taysom Hill. He's the only one. He
0: knows the he knows the playbook so well, playbooks. We've seen
2: the photos of Eli Manning on the beach. Yeah. We know this guy is not, <laughs> you know, Adonis. But I saw Drew Brees push that tire up the hill. So. Dude, do you see his? He's got, like, the spray and hair on Ellen or whatever he was oh, on. Oh, yeah. I got to get me some of that. I know. Um, But we can see all the shenanigans in full capacity next season. Yeah. Is this what, what, what's happening from your friend?
0: Ola oh, Toya had a press conference today about the final four. And she came out and someone asked about the Saints. And she said, yeah, I think we are, quote, hopeful uh, for full capacity this season. That is the first time I think I've heard that. Uh, so the Superdome undergoing renovation number one. And then number two is the concept that they are going to try to fill this thing up, and that is a hell of a difference uh, from <laughs> where they were last year with like thirty-five hundred people allowed, and some some games with zero. And I, it, it does feel like, look, if you are going to have jazz fest and you've got talking about filling up the Superdome for the Saints, like there are enough little things that are cooking here that do make you feel like this is like. We've turned a bit of a corner in this city, right? Like the, the optimism is, is very
2: legitimate now. 18% of people are vaccinated. Um, that seems like a whole lot of people. I don't know the exact numbers, but I guess what she's going on is vaccines are, are going to be the reason why people can go to these games again. That seems to be. Everyone's getting it,
0: it's been open.
2: Are they gonna are they gonna say, hey, you have to have your vaccine to get in? You gotta show your card? That. I'm fine with that.
0: Like, does that bother you if you have to show a vaccine card to get in? I, I mean,
2: don't like the doors that that opens. To what? To proving other things to get other things. I don't have gonorrhea. I don't <laughs> yeah. What? I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be at <laughs> Fat Harry's and some girls like, let me see the card. need <laughs> to you see your
0: punch card. Which one do you have? I'm like a
2: graphic that. designer though, so I can have any immunity you want, baby. <laughs> I just print it out. <laughs> uh,
0: it's like I have a friend who that's uh,
2: you know that's neither here nor there. I have
0: a friend who photoshopped a uh a ticket to the uh pelicans game, like literally just bought a ticket to the like top row and was like, "What if I just photoshop and put myself in like the first row in the club level?" I was like, there's no way that'll work. Sure enough, I was like, God, the crack security <laughs> I was like, truly, a graphic designer really can just kind of write their own ticket in this yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it does feel like I, I am now feeling very optimistic that if you've given everyone three, four months to get vaccinated and then you have football season starting, like, even if you don't get vaccinated, like, that's no longer our fault I I suppose so you know like it's this is a thing now you've had the opportunity if you get sick you get sick the same way if you get the flu you get the flu like I don't see where there's really any difference
2: well Um, the differ. I think the difference is if a hundred people get the flu going to the Saints game it doesn't make national news that's a valid point (laughs) yes
0: now the Texas Rangers filled their stadium uh, for their opener the other day I don't know exactly what happened to it but don't worry about that uh, <laughs> pol- 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 I'm not using a coast polka's worried about uh the chairs that we have left outside and leaving a ring stain. <laughs> These chairs are officially garbage, so you can take them when you leave uh but at the same time, like I-, I think it's good. I think you gotta test it. Someone's gotta be first, and so it's good to see somebody go first. It's good to see. That even our mayor, who has been so uh, eat your vegetables about everything with this, is at least willing to say she's hopeful for it. Uh, all those things are positive steps. We'll see when it actually gets there, when I start to lose my friggin' mind after, you know, something changes. Well, so. I
2: mean, how heartbreaking. The, the losses are going to be extra heartbreaking this oh, year. Yeah. Not because of Drew, not because of the team. <laughs> just because it's like, fuck. <laughs> I haven't been here in a fucking two years. oh It's like... I do. I almost wonder
0: what last season would have been like in the dough. And I was like, I think I just would have been a nervous wreck the whole time because I knew it was the last season for Breeze and all this stuff. I was like, I don't think it would have been that much fun with the exception of a handful of games. Um, What I would be interested to see is if the Saints do go ahead and make a trade. I mean, there's a pretty natural trade sitting out there. The Carolina Panthers have uh, made a move to get Sam Darnold which then makes their current quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, a favorite of New Orleans. Uh, he is now on the block. Uh, do you go ahead and make that move? you got no real money invested in Taysom or in Jameis right now. You could just go
2: ahead and do that, couldn't you? Go Who, bring Teddy back. Is there currently a third quarterback on the team? Garrett Grayson? <laughs> yes, <he's still> <laughs> Sean Canfield? Is he, is
0: he there? Is Mike Buck? Uh, I I don't know literally i'm sure there is a third quarterback who is probably amazing in training camp uh but yeah i
2: i honestly could not
0: tell you because they didn't play preseason games last year so
2: well teddy wins the fan challenge hands down he uh has the most experience starting for the saints yeah right five games yeah and i mean he's like a legit starting quarterback. He's not a great starting quarterback.
0: He's a legit he's starting He's a
2: starting quarterback that's yeah. proven it in New Orleans before. He doesn't make mistakes. Is he cheap? I guess he's cheap after last season. Well, he's cheap in regards to like
0: what it would take to get him from Carolina. Yeah. As compared to, you know, like a re- trading for a real other quarterback, like a real starting quarterback. James Winston is not a real starting quarterback and neither is Taysom Hill. So you can go get a real starting quarterback. He's not the best, but yeah. he's not the worst. And he's, has a good relationship with Peyton. I think it's a logical move. Now they might wait until they get like, you know, through mini camps and all that stuff and be like, oh my God, this is a effing disaster. <laughs> We've got to do something ASAP and go get Bridgewater. So
2: it's a good failsafe to have as long as they don't do it with anybody else. I mean, I would you can't argue it as a Saints fan. I suppose you can. Yeah. I'm not gonna Yeah. <laughs> I mean I... Did you see the video Jameis today training? They're they're hitting him with like fun noodles in the pool. <laughs>
0: His whole training regime is so ludicrous. He's like throwing his hips around and like just practice at a, a gun range and just shoot things that are the right color. <laughs> like you throw the ball to the wrong team. That is the only problem that you have.
2: His, not the pool noodles. One of his things was like, you remember, I think it was on like Pee Wee's Playhouse, whereas the machine, <laughs> it was just the vibrating belt that shook you around. I guess you lost weight from that. It's like like a, he was doing that. Yeah, it's like a phyto shock. He's got like <laughs> cross out of the pocket. D- what is his train? Who is his trainer? They're doing like phrenology on him. <laughs> They've got like, they're measuring his head to see how. It's Body by Jake. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Little, Body by Jake, the Flex Seal guy. Uh, but I. I it don't did not inspire confidence. I would be fine bringing Teddy back on board
0: i think teddy would be great uh and then the very last thing with regards to the saints news wise uh 17th game uh scheduled is against the titans uh in nashville so uh the saints i guess every afc team will be home this year for game 17 every nfc team will be home next year uh so the saints get the titans in nashville there will be a lot of drunk people from louisiana uh on second avenue and broadway for that game oh my goodness are we going to be among them oh why not yeah let's do it i will definitely go listen to some tammy Wynette, some montgomery gentry who else is from like the cmt era though they actually played country (laughs) music videos that i used to watch all the time (laughs) (laughs) alan jackson
2: Jackson. brooks and dunn garth brooks Chesney. yeah man the, the Joe Diffie. Wait, no, he died. Nashville's. Uh, <laughs> you know, he died the it's all
0: right. There'll be fifty cover bands playing "Pickup Man" <laughs> and you know, John Deere Green or whatever it is uh, everywhere. That is the beauty of Nashville. That there's like anywhere you go in to one of those bars. It's like Disney World. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. It's like, this is, we know it's going to be one of 30 songs playing by some cover band, and they're probably pretty talented. Oh, yeah. But we know exactly what's going to be playing. It's going to be exactly what you want. It's on theme, as compared to like Bourbon Street, New Orleans, where it's like, you literally have no idea what you're getting when you right. walk into these places, uh, and everyone's a complete shit show, and it's such a nightmare, <laughs> and it's not tailored to anyone's particular experience.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, no, We'll no, gas up I, the Polk and Cush van, go up there. You don't drive, you fly. Road show. Oh, yeah, I'm not driving. <laughs> I drove this weekend.
0: It was awful. Uh, all right, well, that'll take us into uh, our segments. So stick around. We'll be right back. Polk and
2: Friend of the show, Wyatt Mumphrey, uh, sent us an email. He's doing the 48 by 48 challenge. It's like a, a running challenge where they run 12, four mile stretches over a couple of days. Um, they're raising money for Hogs for the Cause, and they're on a team called Floor de Q, which is a nonprofit competing at Hogs for the Cause. Hogs for the Cause rules, it's music, it's barbecue, blah, blah, blah. It's also a good charitable cause. They're going to start running Friday at 5 p.m. with the last time Sunday at 1 p.m. They're having an event where they're going to be raffling off a 1965 Mustang convertible. Each raffle ticket is 100 bucks. For more info, please go to teamfdq.org. That's a donate to the run. There's also a raffle ticket. There's a link for that. We'll post it on Twitter for you, rafflecreator.com. There's a bunch of stuff after that. You're not writing this down. There's always, like, whenever I'm listening to the radio, someone will be like, uh, you know, just go to HTTP colon slash slash. I'm like, no one is doing this. No one is doing this. Uh, but anyway, Florida Q, they're running for money, for but good money, for charity money. Good money. And they're going to give it to Hogs for the Cause, so check that out. We'll tweet about them later. Thanks for sending in, Wyatt.
0: All right, that takes us into
2: <laughs> Polk News. Oh, Polk news. You gotta phase this segment out. I'm doing too much <laughs> as it is. ESPN uh they parted ways. That's with, a nice way. With, to with say one it. Uh, Paul Pierce. Oof, man. And uh, not simply because he's Paul Pierce. It was that's because he posted an Instagram video of him and strippers. I mean, sorry, sex workers. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> breast geniuses, whenever they want to be. <laughs> uh, did you I see did... the video? You know how many people at ESPN are terrible
0: at their job and don't get fired for it every single day? Kendrick Perkins has not said anything that makes any sense for months maybe years, he's been just d- d- putting dog shit out of his mouth. And he's his job is totally secure. Paul Pierce does something that almost every single person at that network has probably also done that's a male. And, uh, yeah, he's fired. It's ridiculous because it was on Instagram. Whatever. I always get, I always get Kendrick
2: Disney. Perkins confused with Sam Perkins. <laughs> I always he's a Lamar. Yeah, probably like, not. <laughs> I watched the video, and the strippers are well. They're not doing their job because they're fully clothed. Yeah. The worst thing that like some other guy like threw chips on the stripper. Who cares? She's fine. <laughs> she wasn't hurt.
0: It wasn't. There was nothing in there that no. was particularly like <clears throat> Paul Pierce doing
2: something that was even illegal. I bet LeBron pulled right? the trigger on that. <clears throat> you know, Space Jam is coming out. It's probably owned. By Disney.
0: Jesus, there is an enormous bee in my backyard. That's
2: not a bee, that's a June bug. That's a June bug? God, you're so
0: country, man. You know everything about bugs.
2: This is embarrassing for you.
0: (laughs) It looks like a bee. That would be a very large bee, I suppose. Please
2: stop making more stuff for me to edit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very exhausted. uh yeah anything else that was i agree that was ridiculous man absolutely uh, ridiculous stanford won the women's
0: basketball tournament congratulations stanford they now the alumnus there will have something going for them
2: finally yeah it's probably um, a tough road
0: to be a stanford alum
2: baylor won a, a very boring game against gonzaga yeah
0: but that semifinal game between ucla and gonzaga was phenomenal
2: yeah that was great i think ucla could have put up more of a fight though
0: seemed like it i mean it seemed like Gonzaga was. I mean, they got punched in the mouth to start the game and never came
2: back. Yeah. Uh. A no, A notable thing that I, you know, empowering and cool was the uh, Arizona coach in the women's game. It was Arizona and Stanford. Yeah. The Arizona coach breastfed her child during <laughs> halftime of a national championship game. Oh, I thought she just like pumped. Even then, that's pretty cool. I don't. I did. I didn't look. <laughs> it wasn't there. Yeah. In the locker. room. We weren't on the bus. I wasn't going to take a peek. <laughs> But, you know, that's cool. Men can't do anything like that. Yeah, no. Men don't even remember they have a family during (laughs) (laughs) halftime.
0: No, 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 halftime, like three hours before the game, five (laughs) hours after it. You're like, oh, yeah, I have kids.
2: And uh, keeping with the female empowerment section of Polk News, friend of the show Draymond Green (laughs) said that WNBA players need to shut the fuck up about equal pay.
0: Well, that is going to get him on, That that is the first thing that might actually cost him being on TV. All
2: right, last week I took it to Subway Jared, and this week, Subway Draymond. Like, Subway, can you just get, just get like a cartoon mascot? Somebody who's not going to do anything. Subby the sandwich. Say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you can argue about like, the, the free market and, like, ticket sales and sponsorship and blah, blah, blah. If you want to argue that, then why do people go to Warriors games? There's one player they're going to see, yeah. and it ain't you, buddy. No. So do you want to go down that road? No, I don't. The
0: equal pay thing is ridiculous because pay is based on revenue. Revenue is based on, you know, uh, attraction to the game, like, it's what it is. Like it's just reality. Like if the WNBA ever
2: I don't agree. I don't agree with Draymond here. I think WNBA players should get paid more than $30,000 well, a year. I agree year. with
0: that. But I think they should get more than like zero, but I don't I think they like the idea of equal pay like whatever it is to the NBA is absurd. They don't make you you get paid what your business generates. This is the
2: way well, the WNBA work. is a subsidiary of the NBA, so there's plenty of money. <laughs> yeah. Also, mo- money is an abstract con concept. That's dude. The there's, valid money's point. Money's not real. Who cares? They should pay them enough. Like the whole thing is sort of a vanity
0: project anyway by the NBA, right? So, dude, um, give them give them all eighty k a year starting. Yeah, I, I just I, I agree. Like, what's the difference going to be? But the the some of the arguments for it, I'm just like, all right, man, like. I get it, like, the NCAA is not paying the players. You should treat them equally. Like, they should literally be the exact equal. The NBA is a totally different animal. Like, this is a business. Business is, you know, split on revenue. My business sucks, therefore (laughs) my life sucks. Your business is awesome, therefore your life is awesome. That's kind of just the way shit goes sometimes.
2: The three women that listen to this podcast just turned it off. (laughs)
0: But look, like, women's tennis, I think, is better than men's tennis. Women's
2: soccer is better than men's soccer.
0: Certainly in America. And so it's like, you know, I can see, like, the women's national team should probably make, I don't know. I don't women's know ba- anything. Women's
2: basketball is a different sport than men's basketball. Female it's played actresses. differently.
0: <laughs> it is a different sport. I completely Just
2: agree. pay them. And also, shut the fuck up, like, <laughs> bitch. Like, I'm saying it's not taking anything away from the NBA. It's specifically not taking anything away from Draymond, dude. You just, you're just just looking like a chump, even like... Why do you give a fuck? Is yeah. it taking anything out of your pocket? No, then shut up. Absolutely. Shut up and, you know, support him. Yep. Uh, so that... Is that
0: everything? That is absolutely everything. Everything. All right. So that takes us into...
2: Segments!
0: Overrated. 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 Underrated. Underrated. Underrated.
2: I I feel like Steve Irwin right now, explaining to you what bugs are. (laughs) I'm not a that June bug is freaking me out, man. It's so big.
0: (laughs) It's like it's like the size of my palm. Get out of here, man. What do I? How do I kill that? You got
2: a screen in this porch. Are you
0: supposed to kill June bugs or not supposed to kill June bugs?
2: I mean, you could if you're a psychopath. (laughs) It's not going to attack you. Okay. They they probably eat mosquitoes or something. I don't know. Then I won't I won't kill it. Don't worry. Dude, don't worry. I won't do that to you. This episode is off the rails. This <laughs> is overrated and underrated. You want to start? I, I don't have to explain much more than that. Yeah, uh, overrated. That's what we always start with, correct? Yes, and then yes. we get more negative as it goes on and people turn <laughs> it off. Yeah. Overrated. This one's popular online now. Charcuterie. Uh-huh. We're talking about an adult lunchable here. <laughs> charcuterie board. Why does this to be on a board? What are you, a pirate? Eating <laughs> off a fucking plane,
0: <laughs> bring you a cutting board. It's like, that. I can't just give me a plate.
2: What's fucked up about these boards, too? You know, you're at like Chili's and they bring you a charcuterie board. They're not equipped to wash a big wooden paddle, like the, f- f- you know, the Animal House paddle. <laughs> <laughs> those things are filthy they're not putting that in the washer you know there's some kid high on crystal (laughs) wiping it off with a lysol wipe it's just there's the only reason you get a charcuterie board is because you're drinking a bottle of wine and you have to not look like you're just drinking a bottle of wine (laughs)
0: like yeah it's like the appetizer without Having to be a real appetizer, it's like everyone can have like one piece of what this is. Yeah. So it's like if you have a big group setting, I guess it's supposedly easier. But it's still weird. Like you're like like well, that cheese sucks. It's like I don't I didn't want that one anyway. They just gave me all this shit that I didn't really need.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't seem to be uh you know in this new age of germ awareness. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a big thing you would share. And also, you break it down to the elements: meat, cheese, and a cracker. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> If you put that in the Honey I Shrunk the Kids reverse setting, what do you have? A sandwich. You've bread, meat, and cheese. It's a sandwich. Yeah, it's a, definitely a lunch bowl. That was. Very,
0: <laughs> it's very. Accurate. I think.
2: I think dumb people think it's fancy. <laughs> I think. I. It's think so expensive. It's always like, why don't you have the charcuterie board? I'm like, because
0: it costs three times more than every other appetizer. What are you talking about?
2: I think. I think. I think poor people think that's what rich people eat all day. <laughs> just bring me your finest meats and cheeses before I eat a whole meal. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you just break it down to what it is, if somebody brought you out like a pack of Oscar Mayer, like turkey lunch meat, a block of cheese, and then a box of Triscuits, you'd go, this is the least... This is like what a trucker would eat at a gas station. Yes, this is exactly what I can put together at a gas station. Uh,
0: All right. Uh, my overrated uh, little seasonal uh, Easter candy. You kind of forget about Easter candy because there's Halloween candy kind of owns the candy holiday. Because yeah, you
2: don't believe in Christ, <laughs> our Lord and Savior.
0: <laughs> And I guess because he (laughs) he rose after three days, I then have to eat my peanut butter cup shaped like an egg instead of you know in its typical form. Um, It is uh, we went crazy with Easter candy this year. So much candy everywhere, and doing all this stuff. There's jelly beans, there's Starburst, there's chocolate, there's and it's like, why
2: is there so much candy? Anything for the kids?
0: Yeah, they got their Easter baskets so much shit, I was like, this is, so then I'm like trying to hide it from them the entire day so they don't just, you know, eat six lollipops. Uh, And I'm just like, I don't understand what this has to do with anything. Like, why is this a candy holiday? We just kind of made this, somebody just made this a candy holiday. It doesn't need to, like, Halloween makes sense as a candy holiday. Is the reason that Easter is a candy holiday because of the Easter egg hunt? Because you're supposed to put candy in
2: it? Every holiday is a candy holiday. I suppose that's oh, July 4th is a candy holiday. No, that's a meat holiday. That's a meat holiday. <laughs> Valentine's. <laughs> holiday, you got yeah. Valentine's Van, candy. Valentine's definitely a candy Halloween, holiday. obviously. Christmas. That's the gig. Yeah.
0: Christmas is a lot of candy, like stocking candy. Definitely yeah. a lot of that. Turns out the Christian's pumping people full of candy. <laughs> they love candy. <laughs> Thanksgiving not a candy holiday. No, not really. So I don't really... Another know.
2: meat holiday. It's yeah. either meat or candy for <laughs> American holidays. <laughs> that's, that's,
0: that's like, we're going to fatten you up one way or the other. Uh, I don't really... I just don't get it. I don't get where it came from. I don't understand why it's such a thing. But it is a thing. And there is just candy everywhere. And... Uh, You know, as someone who doesn't have a lot of willpower and as someone who has kids who don't have a lot of willpower, it's very difficult uh, to be surrounded by that much candy and sugar. So uh, let's cut the shit, America, and let's eliminate one candy holiday. Uh, Let's try to do that going forward.
2: (laughs) When I was a kid, my mom used to do uh, Easter egg hunts for Uh the homeschool group in North Louisiana. It was, you know, it's the Shrewd family and me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we would go to like the parish park and do a little egg hunt and do candy and stuff. And uh, one year, a woman brought stew, which we thought was odd. You know, th- there were, there, were, there were like <laughs> <Being> finger stew. <laughs> there were like finger sandwiches and shit like that. And in a very like. It it kind of came out of a movie, like you know, some people had eaten the stew, and then she's like, "You know, that's rabbit stew, right?" Oh, and we were like, "Are you fuck?" Well, they didn't say fuck.
0: (laughs) 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 Rabbits—they brought that's like out of the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Oh my god,
2: it's a big troll move. Was it good? I didn't eat it. <laughs> Not eating the random stew at no. the potluck. You know, I I love, you know what I love on a April morn? <laughs> filled just up my hot, plastic egg with stew. <laughs> <hot> Sun filled stew. <laughs>
0: I'm just picturing gravy instead of stew, but I suppose it's all the same. Dude. Uh, what you got for underrated, Polk?
2: Underrated mustache. <laughs> for the uh, listener at home, I currently have a mustache. It's pretty nice. It's not gay anymore, no. <laughs> or maybe it is. It's very. I. Uh, it can be. It's definitely made a huge comeback. Mustache back. There huge. was there was like a weird mustache revival, like seven or eight years ago, where you go to like Hot Topic and get like a shot glass with a mustache oh, on yeah, it. That that, was that stuff was weird. Yeah. People were getting the mustache tattoo on their fingers, and yeah. then they could hold their finger up and have a tiny mustache. I'm bringing back the solemn. Dignified mustache,
0: copstache.
2: I say solemn, dignified mustache. I'm wearing basketball shorts <laughs> and a "who farted" t-shirt. And I'm like, let's talk about bringing dignity back to masculinity. Drinking bush
0: light and talking about June bugs with some Jew. Yeah. Would your
2: wife be mad if she knew there was a bush light in the house? <laughs> it's like I think the maid left this. Uh, there's, there's.
0: Really, the mustache is is so, it, it went from like the hipster back yeah. to now being like, okay, like normal, like your Uncle Jim can have a mustache and it's not weird.
2: I think it's mostly uncles that yeah. have the mustache. <laughs> it's a lot
0: of uncles. It's a bit I of would
2: never wax it. I would never do the the twisties. You know, the guy from Wacky Races. yeah. Snidely Whiplash. I would never do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a whole phenomena around that. It was like the bow tie of yeah, facial hair. Absolutely. But now I think you're right. Like I, I always enjoy like a good, uh, you know, good cop.
2: This is, is a Selick. This is a Selick stash. Yes,
0: it just fits.
2: I'm bringing it back, baby.
0: I grew a beard just out of pure laziness that everyone hates and everyone <laughs> thinks looks terrible. So I'm not about <laughs> to judge anybody on that. <laughs> And they're all right. Everybody, it looks terrible. Wow. I'm totally fine with it. But my neck was getting fatter and my, I had less uh, desire to, you know, go Take to the care. next day. <laughs> so I was,
2: I was really uh, just just perfectly fine to put on a beard. Um, You should become a beard guy, like one of those ZZ Top beards. Oh, man, if I could grow anything like that, it'd be so great. I can't grow anything. (laughs) The hair's
0: all falling out of my head. It's growing everywhere else. It's just a disaster. Anywhere anywhere you don't want hair to grow, it's growing. And anywhere you do, it is definitely falling out. Yep. So, uh, all right. I will, uh, my underrated, closed captioning. Do you utilize this as you're Every watching television? Every single show, it other is, than sports. Yeah, uh, so annoying with live sports because it's always like a little behind. Uh, it makes watching movies, like television, even news, is so much better if you're actually picking up on so many of the words that you missed. I am such a moron that I was missing, I think, a solid 50% of what was going on <laughs> in most of these. And now that I'm surrounded by people who I either need to be quieter for or need to be louder for, everything, there's no like normal volume at which I can just listen to something uh, in my living room. So therefore, it's always at a volume that's a little off, and therefore, it's perfect mm-hmm. to have uh, some closed captioning and it does keep you a little bit more engaged i think too you're not your eyes aren't wandering off the screen quite as often your you know documentaries in p- particular are very good with it uh, the next piece that we have to fix now that we've kind of fixed the au- cuz there was a long time where the audio issues in these movies were ridiculous they were like trying to explain to you that they were talking quietly and and they were talking way too goddamn quietly you couldn't possibly know or how Uh authentic an accent is. It's like, oh, yeah, like those uh, Guy Ritchie movies. It's like, I he's got a real authentic accent. I was like, I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, what a great lock, stock and two smoking barrels, the greatest movie of all time. Like I understood 9% of the words of that movie. I'm sure it was cheeky and hilarious. I don't know what the hell happened. Brad Pitt was speaking in tongues in Snatch. Uh, I don't have any clue what was going on. So anyway... I go back and watch some of these movies <laughs> in closed captioning. I'm like, this is great. What a well-written <laughs> what a well-written <laughs> film. <laughs> and so the next thing we have to do is work on the lighting because the movies sometimes are way too goddamn dark. Yeah? I just don't know. I can't see anything. I don't know what's going on. You might maybe. have to
2: adjust the settings on your TV. And my eyeballs. I don't
0: know. Go into maybe movie the mode. So, But closed captioning, I think, highly underrated. Not anything I ever thought about until probably the last year, and it's been real game changer when it comes to watching that
2: stuff. Weird. So, how long have you used closed captioning? For? I feel like I use it since the full money, Honestly,
0: <laughs> you've been for twenty years. You've been watching everything in closed caption. My
2: mom can't hear for shit, so okay. I feel like we used closed captioning a lot in the home. Wow! I always did because I stayed up until four or five in the morning.
0: <laughs> and you didn't want to wake anybody yeah. up. Yeah,
2: you know they didn't have like Bluetooth headphones or anything then, yeah. so I had the captions on quite a bit. Wow.
0: I never thought about it until very recently.
2: Caption technology has only recently gotten, like, acceptable. Like, if you were watching on an antenna, like, it would get messed up. Because it's part of the signal. So if you didn't have a perfect signal, the words would get messed up and stuff. And on sports, it's still horrific.
0: Yeah. Well, on the gym, it's, like, always on automatically, you know? And you're, like... Just get this off my screen of like 60 seconds later. It's like some jumbled, like 90 consonants strung together. You're like, I, I know that this is wrong. Like, Please just move this away from the screen. If the screen is six inches to begin with. Can I please have all of that real estate back? But overall, <laughs> I will say that uh, the closed captioning is definitely underrated. For sure. That will take us into my favorite part of every single week on this
2: year program. Ladies and gentlemen.
1: The worst
2: The worst The worst is the worst thing I saw or read this week. Um, I can kick us off this week. Mine comes from the independent.co.uk. I don't know where they're oh, reporting
0: yeah. on my hometown paper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're reporting on Alabama, so I guess this story is big enough. Alabama fails to reverse ban on school yoga, <laughs> as conservatives say they fear a rise in Hinduism. <laughs> I guess one thing to note about this is that yoga is ba- is already banned. This is a reverse ban. They're trying to reverse ban this it. This is the whole state? Yeah. <laughs> they're they,
0: scared of Hinduism?
2: They, yeah. Hinduism is... A peaceful religion there's never been you know i i did research on this there's never been a hindu war there's never been a hinduism war no there's been like they had like you know dharma and i think like uh shiva and people that was all like mythological that was like greek mythology for hinduism yeah. they've never they haven't had the crusades for <laughs> hinduism Look, there's a conflict with
0: <laughs> pakistan god we really don't know what we're talking about i do well i don't sorry (laughs) that's the royal (laughs) way
2: (laughs) there's a bill to lift the ban on yoga in alabama schools which would still prohibit namaste greetings and chanting they're going to try and bring it back for another try after a vote ended in a tie a ban on yoga in alabama public schools is expected to stay a little longer as conservative groups raise objections to a bill that would have reversed the restrictions they were worried it could lead to practice hinduism or guided meditation practices <laughs> i've never been carjacked by a hindu guy <laughs> i've never gotten in a fight at the bank with a hindu guy <laughs> like what is the fear like I like, th-
0: there was a very unfounded fear of Muslims for a long time, but at least it was based in the, a level of bullshit that was believable. This is like beyond any level of comprehension, other than just a like pure fear of other.
2: Yeah, well, it's also like after nine eleven, like Sikhs were, you know, Sikhs wear like the classic yeah. turban and stuff. Sikh is very, very close to Christianity and has nothing, nothing. to do with Islam or any Islam extremist. So this is, I mean, this is like getting, this is getting mad at a yoga teacher. (laughs) If you're not wearing a
0: big Johnson shirt, I don't trust you.
2: (laughs) 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 I mean, come on. It's also
0: just like... That's in the state legislature?
2: Yeah. Goodness. Um, It's also just kind of insane to think that because you do yoga, you'll become Hindu.
0: I feel like I when I think of yoga the last group of people I think of is
2: Hindus. I think of
0: like suburban white
2: moms. Are they,
0: are they, and like, yeah. the like crunchy you know, granola guys? Well,
2: that's because you're thinking of, like, you know, the healing center in the byway. Exactly. <laughs> that's like, but that's the yoga you see. It's not like, oh, for sure.
0: And you think in Alabama it's any different? Like, the no. people who are doing yoga in the no, it's going
2: to be Tammy's yoga studio exactly. and tanning salon next uh, to a fucking, you know, yeah, in Vestavia Hills, like <laughs> outside of Birmingham. Like,
0: it's not, that it's, there's not as if it's going to be some giant into influence.
2: And even if there was, why would that be a bad thing? I mean, just show them the p90x yoga tape they're all <laughs> you can do can you do diamond dallas page yoga <laughs> that's, you do that one? that's a one that's a, maybe he's behind this legislation <laughs> the alabama board of education voted in 1993 to prohibit school personnel from using any techniques that invoke the induction of hypnotic states oh my god including imagery meditation or yoga Do they know how many people, like, eat dirt for breakfast? Have they ever been to Catholic church? (laughs) You're talking about, like, hypnotic chanting. (laughs) There's so many problems in in the state of Alabama, and really the world in general. But to w- specifically
0: <laughs> to, to worry about that, to spend one minute thinking about that is so beyond comprehension.
2: You know how in bad shape these kids probably are? Oh, too. my God. Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> stretch. You're going to turn into a Hindu.
1: <laughs> what, what does that even mean? I don't
2: know. I hope they ban karate because they're like, <laughs> we don't want people becoming Taoist. We watch those Pearl Harbor documentaries. <laughs> uh, tai Chi. Tai um, Chi. There was another story I was reading about this, and Tai Chi was actually, like, included in that originally. Like, they were scared okay. about Tai Chi, so. <laughs> Dude, you know. what is going on? Uh, at least they've got a Bucky's. Yeah, that, that
0: is true. <laughs> they do have a Bucky's. Uh, I'll move on to my worst of the week. That was a really good one. Holy crap. I can't believe that's real. Yeah. That's really something. Yeah. Uh, this is from Newsweek, so I almost did uh, a, a local one again. Uh, the D- the DNC apparently bought a billboard in uh, in Kenner to uh, boost Joe Biden, and it's like help is here, fourteen hundred dollar checks. Like, look what your president's doing for you. And they put it at the wrong airport. No. Like, they put it at the old airport instead of at the new airport, oh. <laughs> the billboard. And so it's like facing an area where nobody drives by anymore. I was like that's that's <laughs> too too good, way too good uh, but anyway that was uh that was not my worst this week. My worst is also somewhat local because of uh who did this, but uh from Newsweek, Disney World customers spit on workers who told them to follow safety rules, oh. so Disney World employees have heated confrontations with customers. Uh, some of which have led to arrests. Uh, visitors have been spat on, pushed, yelled drunkenly defiant towards workers when asked to comply with Disney World's COVID 19 guidelines, like wearing a mask. What kind of a like, total <laughs> insane asshole do you have to be to be like, I love disney movies but i will not wear this goddamn mask (laughs) and this girl who's asking me to do it who's the nicest person on planet earth i'm gonna spit in her fucking face (laughs) because i don't need to go see figment the imagination dragon (laughs) what is going on what has what is happening? How do you like Disney World as much in the imagination and the dream utopian state? But at the same time, you're so mad about one person asking you to do something that you are going to berate a, a essentially a child who's working for like eight bucks an hour dressed like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> People are out of their freaking
2: minds. I mean, the last time I I went to Disneyland, not long, maybe two years ago, and everyone there was from Raccoon Fart, Idaho. They all had on. They all weighed a million pounds. They were just all just a family of beanbag chairs, and they all had on. What made me scared of them is they all had on customized T-shirts. Oh, there's
0: lots of that. Identity.
2: And you know, yeah. it's like Daddy's money, and you know, shit like that. Like I spend Daddy's money, and Daddy's clearly yeah. an ice road trucker, and this but is his home. Dad works with the baggage claim. It's not like- <laughs> He stole all the shirts. I, <laughs> he stole these tickets. I'm sure they're like, why do I have to wear a mask? He's fucking dressed up as Goofy. Yeah, you God. know, he's got a Goofy mask. <laughs> <laughs> We're all safe. We nothing could possibly uh, happen to us here. I would not want to get arrested at Disney. Oh, like I feel God. like they've got the, their own law. Yeah, exactly. they'll just I they'll throw they you their, in a yeah, pit. I'm Sure, they have their own jail and their own. They know. do. They do. It's under. It's underground.
0: Yeah, I mean they have their own city there. It's like their own thing. Uh, around mid-February, according to this article, one maskless guest was reported to have screamed, "I do not have a mask, buddy!" <laughs> when a firefighter uh, came up and asked him to step back and cover up. The firefighters were assisting a drunk woman who injured her ankle and to get onto a gurney at the Dolphin Hotel. (laughs) The woman's husband uh, was 32, also appeared drunk, surprise, and was not wearing a mask. He began yelling in the firefighter's face, apparently upset that his wife was being taken away. The husband, who is from Fernandia Beach, which... Has to be in Alabama. <laughs> Threatened to oh, I guess it could be Florida. Threatened to kill the sheriff's deputy and struggled with the officer before grabbing a gun off the belt <laughs> of the Orange County sheriff's deputy. Johnson was charged with battery of a law enforcement officer. What in the absolute fuck is going on if you were that mad about your drunk wife getting gurneyed off because she hurt her ankle
2: and, they're g- <laughs> and you pulled out the security guard's gun out of their holster. I bet I can guess the race of the guy who stole a cop's gun and lived to tell about it. <laughs> exactly. I bet I can guess that guy's fucking race. Can you imagine? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I bet he was wearing a Blue Lives Matter shirt as he stole the cop's gun. <laughs> respect the police. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Um and then there's another guy named Kelly Sills from Baton Rouge, who was reported to have gone to Listener the, of the show. Yeah, <laughs> <and> he's forty seven <laughs> years old from Baton Rouge, uh, who went past the Disney Springs medical tent without having his temperature checked. Uh Sills was reported to have been yelling at the security manager and waving his arms like the inflatable wacky guy. <laughs> he was arrested after refusing to then leave Disney Springs. He pleaded not guilty to a misdemeanor charge of trespass, trespassing on property. An employee tasked with enforcing the rules said, I cried the, the first week I started. It was not a good time at all. Imagine going to work every single day where people ridicule you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> know how that goes. I can. I can not <laughs> actually relate to that I can one. that. I had to guess literally give up. get right up in my face and curse me out because I asked him to wear a mask. People, you're at Disney World. (laughs) These are not people going to the Sturgis truck, like biker rally. <laughs> this is not like the the sex cruise or whatever. And, you know, this is Disney. Yeah. It's literally for like the utopian imagination, whatever, and small children, and, and literally like the ultimate rule followers. And instead, it's like just rednecks getting after it <laughs> with people asking
2: them to wear a mask. They have dre- like, there's a dress code at Disney. Like, you can't wear anything profane or offensive you wouldn't think you're a you can't smoke a cigarette at disney (laughs) There are a
0: thousand places for all these people to go. They don't serve
2: Florabama. They don't serve alcohol at Disney. They They do it at Epcot and at like the Adventureland. And in like the restaurants, I think. I mean, this is the most rule enforced place in the world.
0: The fact that you think you're going to Disney World to catch some freedom is like, what are you (laughs) talking about? So yeah, that's the dumbest thing I read this week. I'm glad someone from Baton Rouge is included in there that makes the home state proud.
2: I wonder what he posts on Tiger (laughs) Drawings. There's no doubt someone from Tiger Dropping is writing a post like, "Hey man, he's a really good guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steven's a good dude. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, he just had a bad
2: day. You know, he assaulted Sleepy, but that's um... <laughs>
0: he was being a douchebag. <laughs> Dopey was right there with him. Uh, the reason they call him Dopey for a reason. Uh, so yeah, I, I have nothing else to add to that. That's just an insane story." I think this was a good one this week. Yeah, we uh, our first outdoor episode. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. We appreciate your support so much. Again, Ale on Oak Street. Please go out there. Use the patio. The weather is beautiful. Crawfish this weekend, $6 a pound that comes with the fixings. Hopefully, I will see you out there. Uh, also, Jansen Patagna, thank you so much for your support. Listen, if you haven't sub- rated this podcast yet. If you are listening to this on iTunes, and we know we I see the numbers of who listens and I see the number of who's rated. And y'all haven't rated. So do it. Give us the five stars and write a review and say these are the coolest guys on planet earth and I bet they have really awesome butts. Uh just do it.
2: Just put it on YouTube or Scott, put it on iTunes. I gotta wrap this thing up. I gotta wrap this thing up. (laughs) We're on Stitcher now as well. We had a few requests for that. I don't know what it is. If you search for us, we're like 15th, even if you search (laughs) Polk and Kush. So it's some kind of scam. But we're on there. I tweeted a link. You can find it. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much, to everyone. I appreciate your support. And we will see you this time next week. See ya. Bye-bye.